Well, hello, hello, everybody. It is time for another kick-ass career conversation. Um, welcome. I am Kim. I, I'm Louise. You sound so serious today. I am. I'm like, let's get shit done today. <laughs> On it. Whew. And we're joined today by Cheryl Pankers. Cheryl, we're so glad you're here. I'm going to give your official introduction in just a little bit. Okay. Um, but we want to kick off this conversation like we do every week. Clearly, I have things to do. And <laughs> we, want, we want to know, though, we're going to talk, talk just a little bit about what we're celebrating this week. So what are we celebrating? Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> it shouldn't feel heavy, right? No. And like you pushed yourself all the way to the I far know. side of your screen. For those of you that are just listening on video, like Louise pushed herself as far. Oh, Side of her screen I don't know what's can. up with my camera. I'm like at, actually in the middle of my desk, so I'm not sure what's going on. But I'm I'm here. You're here. Um, and I'm celebrating. Um, I'm celebrating this word. I don't often. I don't use it enough in my day to day. Experimenting. Really, you don't use that one enough. Like I feel like you use that a lot. Uh, I don't think I use it enough. I get wrapped up in this whole like perfectionism thing that I have going on. And I, I'm really trying to like, just like, just lean, lean, lean way in or way over. Um, <laughs> but I'm really trying to do that this week. Um, and, and just let, let go of what I think the outcome is going to be. Right. And that whole letting go piece, it's tough. And I know it's going to be so rewarding when we're back here next week talking, um, who knows what I'll have to celebrate. Um, but right now I'm celebrating this idea of experimenting and letting go and just doing, um, there are things that need to be done, right, Kim? Oh yeah. Lots of shit. Not get, get her <laughs> done today. Like, and you know, that's not my normal vibe. Um, I mean, I get a lot of, Never mind, Cheryl, you seem to have a, like a visceral reaction to, to what Louise was talking about. I'd love to hear what you're celebrating and kind of what that reaction was about. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm celebrating just taking some action, just like just doing it. And again, exactly what you yeah. said, just letting go of what it's going to look like at the end. Um, you know, action creates clarity and I need to start stepping actually into that mm -hmm. and uh, stop finding prep preparation and courses and get more knowledge before I actually just, okay, let's just get this shit started. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And it's imperfect action, right? Like just being in imperfect action is what moves us forward. And the more we try and stay in that place of Am I ready yet? Am I ready yet? Am I ready yet? Like we, we never get off the start. Nope. No. So what are you celebrating? So that was your reaction. So what are you celebrating this week? I'm, I'm just celebrating 2024. I'm coming into this new year, just going, I'm coming for you. This is it. I'm done. I'm done waiting. I'm done sitting. I'm done pondering what everybody's going to think about it. And I'm especially my mom. And, <laughs> and I'm going for it. I'm just, I'm just coming Love after it. it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's going to speak to more than a person out there. That's like, wow. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm only it's 59. So, you know, I got to be concerned about that. <laughs> Absolutely. You're in good company here. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. I, oh man. It's so funny because with my mom, it's like <laughs> the pet and she listens to this. So mom, I love you. And the pendulum has swun so far that opposite direction of like being concerned with what she would say, think, believe, whatever to, I could care less. And it's not that it's like, she's just not a part of that equation anymore no. when I'm putting stuff into the world. Um, and I feel like the more I do that, it more, the more it resonates with her, which is fascinating to me. She's yeah. not my ideal client, but she's, <laughs> yeah. no. she absolutely loves what I'm putting in the world, which is fascinating. I'm like, yeah, go mom. I think my mom's just trying to understand what a podcast is and why I'm not getting paid for everything that I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, yeah. Well, it's kind of like a radio show, mom. Yeah, but they get paid. Okay. <laughs> well, it's that, it's that, it's that antiquated idea of work, right? And that, and, and it's like a nine to five plug and play kind of thing. And when you're redefining what work means and how we show up in the world and this, quote unquote, new world of work, it really is a new way of thinking about how we work, what brings us joy, what do we want to put out into the world, and then what comes back, like you said, Cheryl, earlier, right, like just letting it go a little bit, and seeing what happens with it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm going to jump in quickly with what I'm celebrating and that look at me like, let's go. <laughs> I'm here for the chit chat. But let's go. Uh, Hey, I'm going to jump in really quickly. I'm celebrating this energy that I'm feeling right now. Like this, let's, let's just do the thing. Let's go. How, like, it's not a, I'm fully present here with the two of you and I'm enjoying the conversation and know we could absolutely continue spinning it and know that we want to talk about something in particular um, today, something very, very specific. Um, but it's that energy, it's very focused energy. And I, so little, little divergence here. In human design, I have an open head and open ajna, and I tend to, that leaves me feeling unfocused a lot of the time because I'm trying to figure out what ideas, what thoughts, what are, are mine to move forward with. And today I'm like, I know what they are and I'm going. Like, let me just do the thing. <laughs> so I must have a defined route today too, for some reason. And like, woo, yeah, <laughs> doing the thing. <laughs> So you well, you do your thing and introduce our guest. I'm going to do my thing. I'm doing it. I have to, I'm looking for the screen. <laughs> All right. Cheryl's like, what did I step into? <laughs> Welcome. So uh, Cheryl is a hairdresser and bistro owner turned high school teacher turned special education specialist and now entrepreneur and podcast host. Mom, partner, yogi who has decided to, after years of dreaming it, put her why front and center, pulled the trigger and launched into the exciting unknown. Still in the messy middle of it all, Cheryl just keeps taking one step after another, knowing the universe has an incredible future waiting for her. Cheryl, I'm so excited to have this conversation <laughs> with you today. I really am. I'm excited to be here. I'm listening to all your other episodes and I'm like, oh, this is so my vibe. I love this. Yay. Do you have a question, Louise, like you normally do? Like move it. Come on. Um, 
Okay, so that intro, Cheryl, like crayon scribble on a piece of paper, like a little of this, a little of that, a little more of this. Um, what I want to know, like who you were before all of the crayon scribble, like did you, what was your, I don't know, what was your dream as a kid? Like what did you think you would be doing when you kind of launched into this decade of your life? Yeah, so I initially, it was always going to be a lawyer. I loved school loved school and then um, met my high school sweetheart who decided uh, he was a hairdresser. And so that's what you do when you're 16. You you just follow that. And not nowadays, I don't think, but then was very, very common. And uh, so we wound up opening three salons over the course of a number of years. And in that time and being a hairdresser, I think I was kind of, there was a ceiling for me because I, we were at owners. There wasn't really any big growth, just keep opening salons. So I thought, okay, well, that's boring. Now I'm going to try something else. So I went on to teach hairdressing at a college. And in that time, um, really enjoyed, loved teaching, but I was getting a little taste of some of the kids who were struggling with disabilities or language impairments, things like that. So I thought, hmm, that's where I want to go next. But in order to teach high school students in Ontario, you had to go to university. So I left my little two-year-old and four-year-old at home with their dad, and I went to university and uh, got my bachelor's in teaching and went back to high school teaching and really fell into the special education piece. Just I just love the kids who were struggling, and I really – um, had so much joy with them and, and being able to think outside the box so they could learn differently and they could feel differently and, and really feel like they were as important as anyone else in the building, not just kids that got a special program. So then I became a special education supervisor so that I had 30 people underneath me and 300 kids to look after and a lot of um, crisis management. So I worked very closely with some very high needs, physically aggressive kids. So I spent a lot of time in Kevlar and walkie talkies and towards the end of my career was there was uh, COVID. I thought, well, maybe it's time to start exploring something different. And I was getting really stressed out and, and kind of exhausted watching my staff get hurt and watching kids get hurt and, you know, watching the board of education implement initiatives, but no support, no money, no, you know, the typical, so I was a little tired of that. And uh, so I moved, found a new love, moved cities, found a private school um, where there was only 300 kids altogether. And it was a beautiful space, but um, I'm in crisis management. I was so bored. I was so bored. I couldn't stand it. And um, so I thought, you know what? maybe it's time. Like I kept getting this tap on my shoulder. Um, I, I found that I loved working one-on-one -on -one with teenagers who had special needs, but also mental health, especially with COVID. And I loved working with parents one-on-one -on -one. and all the other stuff was like, I don't like it. I don't like the politics. I don't like the red tape. I don't like the documentation crap. So I thought, you know what? I think it's time. I lost my dad last year and it just became very evident to me that life is very, very short. And um, 
that little whisper just got really loud and said, okay, you need to move. So here we are. I launched my podcast in October and I'm just, I'm loving, I'm loving the guests. I'm loving the energy. I'm learning everything all over again, right? You come from 30 years of a system to what the hell's an email list? Social media. I don't know. What, what, what's a lead magnet? I don't know. So it's course after course after course. So anyway, because it's for me, I think I'm just loving that whole process. It's exhausting, but I'm, you know, you're working 24 seven, but loving it because it's for you. So it's a whole different energy. Is that? That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It, as you were talking, I was, I was, it was, it was like a lotus flower was opening up. It was like mm -hmm. one layer after another, and it was just blossoming and blossoming and blossoming. And we don't know, right? We don't know how many layers that's going to have and how yeah. full it's going to be and all of that. None of us do in any of our lives. And yet there, as you were telling the story, even in the midst of crisis management, there seems to be this trust. It's, that's kind of the sense that I was getting from you is just trusting that you were in the right place mm -hmm. and that you would know, right? That tap on the shoulder, you would know when it's time. Yeah. How did you, how did you get so in touch with that part of yourself for you to know? I've been doing a lot of work on myself, a lot of spiritual work, a lot of mindset work, a lot of, you know, online coaching, things like that. And there was just it just kind of resonated with me that this is, I've got all this packaged up and I'm starting to really recognize there's some gifts there and I can either share, share it with, you know, a very limited a people, number of people in my school, or I can make a global impact. And, you know, it's, it's amazing when you go into these different Facebook groups and support groups and you have answers that just come so naturally and you think, oh, everybody knows this. And then you have a mom that says, oh, my God, that made such a difference. Thank you. And I'm, okay, this is where we got to go, you know. And it's those people that I'm learning from. I'm going, oh, that that just sits with me. That resonates with me. That made an impact on me. So that's, I want to, like, filter that. I, I want that to resonate. Yeah, I love that. I, I talk to my clients all the time because I get people who are wanting something more. I was just talking to somebody today, right? She's like, yeah, my job is fine. And I'm like, of all the F words you could pick in the dictionary, pick horrible fine. Yep. yep. Right? Like, what about fabulous? Right? So, but it's this idea that we all, we all have this gift of who we are, what mm -hmm. we do. Um, and we get to decide who we gift it to. Yeah. And I just, it, that just resonates. I, I, I do wish that was a lesson I learned like decades ago. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to be in this particular decade to learn that lesson. Um, but it really is about, right. I, I think there's so much self-work that like, when we get in touch with who we are and what we believe, what we value and, and our own value, what we get to gift to the world, that really does bring control back, I think, to where your career is headed. You're now in charge. Mm -hmm. and, and you're right, decades ago, because when I'm talking to, you know, the experts and, and guests on my podcast, it always hits me that 
our audience, you and I and Kim, when you go on Facebook, all these, you know, spiritual growth, learning your purpose, it's our age. And I want this to go to when you're 16 and when you're 17, when you're 18. So you don't look at the next 30 years going, well, I'll do that. And then I'll figure out what I, what I want to do. Then I'll know when I'm comfortable in my own skin and what that feels like. I want to do that now for kids. And it's so my podcast is like 360 degree difference from what I thought I was actually going to start talking about to, oh, no, no, we need to, you know, parents need to do the work on themselves. And that's never a slam. And it's, and it's a hard conversation to have because parents get on listening to my podcast thinking, oh, she's going to help me fix my kid. But it's work that we have to do. And it's never, you know, it's never an insult. But when your, your teenager's triggering you, it's your trigger. It's your work. And when you start working on yourself, your kid at 16 is going to say, the hell is she doing meditating every morning? What is this journal crap? What is this podcast she's listening to? But it's like through osmosis, they start to see, oh, she's doing this, but she's also really settled and really grounded and really, you know, calm in our conversations. And so they see that whole ripple effect. And I think we need to like change it right back from, you know, our middle age women going, okay, I'm 16. I'm going to figure this out now and skip that whole middle 30 years white collar, blue collar, do what everybody else wants me to do stage of life. So I, I have a newly minted 14 year old as of this past weekend. Um, and um, she saw me meditating for 30 minutes this morning. She sees me meditate. She sees me do all sorts of stuff all the time. And we had a conversation. So she reads a lot of mythology. And she was, and she's in musical theater and both my husband and I have backgrounds in theater. So it's not, not abnormal to have a, a theater child as a theater parent, even though we're not active in it. So she's um, having this conversation with me about what is the difference when I go into the quantum realm, when I'm in meditation mm -hmm. and when she's reading mythology, like she wants to understand the different, like the similarities and the differences. And is there one? Um, I mean, my take on it is that when we're talking about the river Styx and when we're talking about um, the Elysian fields and things like that, we're talking about souls. Right. Right. And when we're talking about being in quantum, the quantum field, we're talking about the blend of energy. So there's, it's not a you and me, mm -hmm. whereas in fields, you still do have a you and me in a sense. So that's kind of what we talked about this morning. Um, I, my hope is that all of these things for her continue to unfold over the next 60, 70 years of exploration, right? Going back to experiment what, mm -hmm. what Louise was saying. For me, thinking about finding my purpose young, I think would have quashed me. I'm playing a little devil's advocate here. Yeah, of course. Um, because uh, it was the unfolding. It was the process. It was the journey that got me to where I am here. And if I didn't have that process and that journey and I and I identified what my quote unquote, per I have multi, like I am a multi-passionate, I have multi-purposes mm -hmm. in, right, in this lifetime, et cetera. And, um, and yet I think the commonality there is that place of 
allowing ourselves to experiment. It may not be that you land on, because I was a practicing attorney, right? Mm -hmm. Like you may land on the thing and go, yeah, this is my purpose for this part of my journey. Of course. Much earlier instead of, and I think this is what we're all saying, instead of doing it the way that we quote unquote should. And I think what I'm trying to say more is, can we allow them, our kids to expand and just watch what we do as setting an example as this is my own time. First of all, even just the mornings, this is my, my time. I'm not jumping to make your breakfast. I'm not jumping to make your lunch. This is my time. So when you come down the stairs and you see my headphones on and you see the music on, I'm not at your service for this few minutes. And that's showing them, oh, so I can carve out my own time. I don't have to be accessible to my friends 24-7. I don't have to answer. I can shut things down. I can shut my world down and just sit and see how that feels so that I feel comfortable. I think it's that learning to feel comfortable to be still as early as we possibly can. And then fostering that at home and fostering, you know, my daughter's 31 and she just went back to school. She went back to, we call it uh, OCAD here. So it's uh, College of Art Design. And she's an artist and she started copywriting and doing things for different um, companies, Rogers. And one day we were talking about six months ago and she said, you know, I don't know this. I don't think this is it. And then she, I said, well, you love to do your art. And she would start talking about her art. And I said, you light up, like you completely light up when you talk about art. I said, you need to do this. Oh, but I'm 30 and I just got married. And how do I go back to school? It doesn't matter if you're doing what you love, it will work. And so here's me six months ago going, okay, hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> And so I'm just saying, can we talk to our kids when they're much younger, see what lights them up mm -hmm. and not encourage the linear path, but you have to go to college, you have to go to university, you have to get this mark, you have, and then figure out your life. You need a backup plan. You need this, you need that. Can we not encourage them? You know what? This really lights you up, whether it's gaming, whether it's YouTubing, it doesn't matter. But if we can foster what lights them, them up, they will start to learn how to foster their own, how it lights them up and honor it rather than, oh, I have to put that in a box for spare time. Love that. I, and I so I want to tie this to the title for this episode, right? Mm -hmm. Is chasing your dreams at any age. And here I thought, I thought we were going to have a conversation about chasing our dreams, right? After 40, 50, 60, whatever, which, which we do still want to talk mm -hmm. about. And what I love that you just put on the table, you like threw down the gauntlet and said, no, let's talk about chasing our dreams when we're 16 and 17. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Because yeah. that conversation I don't think is, I, I agree, it is not had enough. No, no. And I think COVID gave, it that, gave us that gift. Look what can happen online. <laughs> like who thought as a teacher I would be having on my parent-teacher meetings on Zoom? And then if it didn't go well, you can always blame a Wi-Fi connection, but whatever. <laughs> I retired, so I can say that now. <laughs> oh, no, but, no, but. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, I think what I'm hearing you both say, though, too, is that we don't have a dream and we don't have a purpose. Yes. 
Yeah, we get stuck. And you could be in your teens, your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, pick a decade, mm-hmm. and get stuck chasing a dream. Yeah. And we think that is all that there is. And we chase it and we chase it and we chase it. And it's either elusive because it's not our dream or we get it. And then we go, WTF, this was not cool. Right. And, and then, and then, and then we feel stuck, lost, lonely, right. Depleted, all of those things. And, and what I loved, what I heard both of you say is that regardless of what decade we're in, we get to chase the dream for now. Yeah. Yeah. And being I think, able to recognize it is your dream. I think that's mm. so vital, you know, sitting in guidance counseling office with parents all the time. They need to do this. They need to do this. That's your dream. Yep. Check that off your own list. Mm-hmm. You go back to school. They're all open. Make, you know, this is why I retired <laughs> Because I can say this on my podcast. <laughs> this is a little hard when you're reporting back to the principal. Well, you know what? They piss me off. I don't right? like <laughs> That would just move that career right along very quickly, wouldn't it? Career limiting moves left, right, and center. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's so interesting because I've been having this conversation a lot lately. Um, and Louise, what you just said reminded me of it is this unblending unblending of our identity that we create around the work we do. Um, And very often we'll put, um, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years into something and believe whether or not we're working for somebody else or we've built our own um, or a combination thereof, that becomes who we are. And and to unblend, to unconnect, to disconnect from the identity of what has been created, a career, whatever that career looks like, and ourselves. And it does not diminish all of the work that we have done on our career for that extended period of time when we go, it's not lighting me up anymore. It's not fulfilling me. It doesn't feel fabulous. It feels fine, right? When we get to that place of utilitarianism, around our careers, and and we want it to be more, because there's also the choice of, my career just does this and I choose to live my life in another, like fill yeah. myself up elsewhere. Totally valid mm-hmm. if that's what you choose to do. But if you want your career to light you up, if you want it to feel fabulous, having that opportunity to unblend yourself, your identity of what you've created mm-hmm. from who you are is what allows you to take that step forward to start to experiment and find what could possibly be next. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to be open to, like you said, WTF, this is not true, right? <laughs> right. I, signed up, I signed up for this, you know, do a, a digital course. So I did the podcasting course. Great. Did I finish it? No. Diagnosed ADHD six months ago, by the way. Um, as you can tell from my list of what I did, all, like, it, I think it started a little while ago. Um, but it's, it's to recognize when it starts feeling more like friction. Like for me, for years, I woke up at five o'clock in the morning. My alarm would go off at five. I would wake up at five to five. Never needed an alarm until it started to feel a little bit like resistance. And then it was like, hmm, I think my body's saying 
we're not jumping out of bed for this anymore. And that, and starting to become really aware of how that feels and exploring what else can come next. But like that awareness is so important. Like if it starts feeling like ugh, heavy or, you know, crunchy, I call it crunchy. Yeah. Sticky, like, they just feel kind of crunchy. Yeah. I like okay. crunchy food. I don't like crunchy. Food. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, right. Or that itchy sweater. We talked about sweater, oh. right? all the time, right? <laughs> I feel that already. Ugh, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. So, okay. So I have this question for both of you and it's really around, we said something about like, like really wanting to be comfortable in who we are. Mm -hmm. And yet our growth opportunities come when we're uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, what I'm going to say is not comfortable with who we are in a sense, like I'm in my little comfort zone and I don't want to go anywhere. I mean, comfortable with who we are without worrying about what anyone else is thinking, without worrying about Facebook or my mom or my high school students or my partner or whatever. Comfortable enough or aware enough to say, hmm, this is, I made a bad decision here. I shouldn't have done this, or this was a wrong choice, or this course isn't working out for me, or whatever. Um, I think it, that's more my definition of being comfortable is more being, yeah, just a, aware of this is how I'm feeling and I can say it and I can change it and I can pivot because I can do it. Not because what anyone else is thinking about, oh, you invested this much money or this much time or whatever. Yeah, I would agree. It's about awareness and agency. So when we're aware of, of ourselves, um, again, you're every human being is in choice. And right, if you don't know that you're in choice, please hear this as a sign that you are in choice. Mm -hmm. You have agency, you have personal agency, you get to make decisions. You can choose to not want to be growth oriented, right? You can choose to want to stay in a comfort zone. That is a valid choice. Mm -hmm. If, however, you choose to not want to live a life that is within a comfort zone, then that awareness and taking personal agency over your own life allows you to move forward through those discomfort, uncomfortable discomfort, into discomfort through uncomfortable <laughs> places that take us through those growth edges, that take mm -hmm. us to those places where we are moving forward and growing, developing, learning, right? Enlightening yeah. ourselves as we go. So does that is that what you were kind of looking for from us? Yeah, because I mean, we said kind of those, we said those words, right? Mm -hmm. And, I, and mm -hmm. I just I wanted to kind of put it out there so that we understand when we're talking about comfort, it's like this agency that we know, like empowerment, that I, I'm comfortable making a move, I'm comfortable making a change, I'm comfortable with who I am and what I want to be doing in the world. And in order to grow, growth only comes through uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. We don't grow in our comfort zones. And now I wanted to like, like also recognize that being comfortable in your job is perfectly okay. Absolutely. Right? Or in anything that you do, right? It's not this, I think sometimes too, we can get this message that we always got to be growing and doing and 
growing and doing. And so and that can put us in a perpetual state of dis-ease. Mm-hmm. That is all that we are doing, right? We're not taking that agency. We're not saying, what do I need? And not checking in with ourselves. But that's not what we're talking about, right? When we're talking about growth, it's being very intentional. Mm-hmm. It's about being a, very aware that I'm uncomfortable if I go over here and try this thing um, and I still want to do it because I know I'm going to grow through the experience, right? But we can, I think this whole like personal, professional development, Cheryl, you even said it, right? Course, 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 mm-hmm. course, yeah. learn, do, learn, do, learn, do. And we can yep. get stuck in that, in that hamster wheel too. Oh, for sure. Because it, for me, all the courses mean I don't have to take the next Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, sorry. sorry, I can't do that. I have a course over here and I have to pass this one and I have to, I, that was my own detriment. It was not, it, it's not a shining light for me to say I have 752,000 courses. It was, I just started becoming aware of the fact that, huh, maybe this is my procrastination issue. <laughs> yeah. It's avoidance, right? 100%. And I, I mean, Louise, I know you and I over the years have talked about the same thing. It's like, am I in a consuming phase right now where I'm needing to hear or am I in a creating phase, right? I'm actually doing the thing and putting something forward. Yeah. yeah. And I spent a number of years, Louise, in, in that crisis management position, loving it. I would mm-hmm. not have changed anything. It was just what I needed at the time and I felt lit up and I, I just absolutely adored my job at that point. So totally understand if you're in a position in a job doesn't matter if you're getting up before the alarm and you're feeling like you know doesn't matter if you have a you know a boss or not a boss it doesn't matter if you're feeling like this is where I need to be and this is making having an impact on people around me doesn't matter what you're doing driving a truck or whatever it is if that makes you feel good then that's what you need to recognize not change it again same reason change based on what you want, not somebody else wants and don't change based on what you want and what nobody else wants. Two quick examples, right? One earlier today, I, and Louise, we were talking about this earlier. I had a a client come on and, um, you know, usually we're working through uh, challenges that they're facing and stepping into new types of leadership and wanting to grow and expand and all of this. And we showed up in 10 minutes in, it was like, okay, well, we reviewed what you've been working on. Is there anything else that you want to focus on? Or are you actually in a place that feels good right now? And they were like, no, I'm in a place that feels good. I'm like, fantastic. I'll talk to you in two weeks. Yeah. Like there's no need, like, Absolutely. We could have dug stuff up, but if you're feeling good, give yourself permission to feel good, to feel comfortable, to enjoy your job. Mm -hmm. Give yourself permission. Yes, we can be surrounded by people who are miserable, but that doesn't mean we have to be miserable too. No. No, right. Build your bubble. bubble. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. The second one is I, I work with entrepreneurs and there was, um, a client who came in and, uh, she said, I really don't like you talk about ease and I get it. And, and so I'm, I'm trying really hard to peel back my hours and to, to, to kind of winnow things down. And, and, but the reality is, is I really just want to be working on my business. It's what lights me up. It makes me happy. I'm like, then do that. Ease isn't necessarily about working less hours if that is truly mm-hmm. filling your cup and right. But again, it's the awareness and the agency it's yeah. knowing 
yourself well enough to know what is filling you up, what feels good in that moment, in that part of your journey, and then giving yourself permission to do it. Mm -hmm. This is my first Christmas break I've had. Mm. It wasn't at school. And my partner was like, uh, are you taking a break? Are you like taking some time off? Okay, fine. But that felt resistance to me. And then as we were getting closer to like the new year and then, you know, when I get to start again, I didn't have the Sunday night stomach ache. I was like, okay, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> so that, and that was just, that's ease for me being able to sit here and, and, and engage in things like this and having the energy and, and, and yes, all of the tech stuff and the stuff I don't know, you know, I'll get into it and I'll get frustrated and then I'll do something else. So I'll have a recording with somebody or, and that brings me the energy and brings me that, okay, that's why I have to figure this out. Okay. That's okay. That's very motivating. It's like getting a raise at work. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. So with this idea of, <laughs> excuse me, with this idea of chasing your dreams at any age, mm -hmm. if we were to give our golden nuggets based on this idea of crafting a kick-ass career, crafting the career of our dreams. Mm -hmm. How does chasing your dreams fit into that? You know, I think it's everybody, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but most people I know, they kind of hear it. Like they kind of, this, this might be neat. This might be cool. Something just drops into your field or whatever, your energy, and you go, okay, you know, even podcasting. I had no thoughts on doing podcasting. I was doing some mindset abundance course and somebody said, oh, I have a podcast and you don't have to have slides and you don't have to have this and you don't have to have that. And I thought, perfect. I can talk until my face falls off. And if I don't have to write it down and make a, you know, a document about it, I'll be fine. I know someone and, else like that. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and so, you know, and then that felt good. And that felt, that actually felt really good. So I did that course. And then, you know, the tap again, well, why don't you try this? Well, that was, you know, creating a digital course. And this is all kind of following the dream. But I think, Louise, you said it right at the start. I'm letting go of what it actually looks like. So when I first started all of this, it was going to be podcast. And then I'm going to create a course. And then I'm going to do one-on-one -on -one coaching. And I'm going to be a one-on-one -on -one consultant for parents. And I can go into schools. And, blah, blah, blah. and it all became way too overwhelming. So I thought, you know what? I'm loving the energy of the podcast. I'm loving the people I'm meeting. The more you have these conversations, the more you think, oh, yeah, I know about that. I can help you with that. And, oh, that's a all this stuff comes up. And so I'm like, okay, I'm stopping the, the futuristic look. And podcast is where I am. That's where it feels good. And I'm going to see what happens from there. I'm not, you know, anything could happen. And it might not be coaching and it might not be something else. And, and I actually just started um, into these Facebook groups, you know, where you have people, you know, co-parenting and divorce or special needs or, you know, they're all different Facebook groups. And um, I did one podcast on co-parenting and divorce and then jumped into this Facebook group about co-parenting and divorce. And I'm feeling the pain. I'm divorced. 
and I'm feeling the pain of some of these moms. And so now I'm gone. Okay. I need a Facebook group. I need to support these moms. I want to do like a Friday night because I feel the pain of when your kids go to their their dads and you're at home on a Friday night and you're feeling guilty and shitty and alone. And you, and I want that. I want to have a Facebook group for just moms who just want to come in, grab a glass of wine, grab a tea. And we just talk and there's no judgment because when people are face to face, right, it's a little less judgy and throwing comments around when you look in Facebook groups and you see the threads, like you want to get rid of that negative stuff. So this is, it just turned right around. So initially was a podcast just for kids with special needs has now become anything teenager, like literally anything teenager and all of life really connects to, if you have a kid, it's going to connect there somewhere. So this is, so now I'm chasing this other dream. Mm -hmm. and we'll see how that feels. And if I get there now I'm like, okay, if this Facebook group doesn't go and it doesn't feel good and people aren't getting anything out of it, that's okay. Move on. I can pivot, but I'm not tied to that's going to be my income. That's going to be my business. Now it's just one step forward as opposed to tying myself to what it should look like at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think too, when I think about, you know, this nugget of, of our conversation today is really this idea that we can get so caught up in the act of chasing. That's all we're doing. And we're not paying attention to anything. Mm -hmm. We have this chasing energy and who knows, we might've even like passed our dream a long time ago, but we're chasing, chasing, chasing. And so just this idea of like, finding time, like, let's just slow down. Let's just refocus, be present and let go, let go, mm-hmm. let go of that outcome, let go of what you think it might be and allow it to be. Yeah. And I think in, in the world of work, uh, if we could change that. Um, whew, um, absolutely. Yeah. It would change. It would change everything. And never stop working on yourself. Like just never stop working on yourself. There's always something. There's always something, you know, to kind of release and explore and figure out. And it just, the more you, the more you work, the more you discover and the more you get to like free something out. And, and, and again, you're talking, you know, like I'm telling my kids, I'm doing this, my adult children and they're, and they're like, okay. They could probably teach me how to do it, but <laughs> possibly. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the other thing that I would add would be an invitation to experiment more. Mm. Right. Uh, is to just try. Yeah. Right. Don't recognizing, I'm not going to say don't get stuck in the courses. Don't get stuck in the mindset. Don't get stuck in the perfectionism. Right. Because we do, we're human. That's going to happen. And when you recognize, when you have the self-awareness that that's what's going on, allow yourself to experiment, to take little micro actions Mm -hmm. that allow you to try other things out. You don't have to sever off a limb to move forward. Yeah. You just need to take any little steps. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Oh, Cheryl, where can people find you in the world if they want to continue this conversation or to listen to your podcast? Uh, Well, podcast is Teen Minds Redefined on anywhere you get podcasts. So Apple, YouTube, Spotify. Um, I'm at Cheryl A. Pankhurst Instagram, Cheryl A. Pankhurst Facebook, and... um, pretty much anywhere. 
Fantastic. We yeah. will include all those links in the show Thank notes. You. Yeah. Louise, where can people find us? All of the same places you can find Cheryl, um, but not at her podcast. I was I mean, say, wait a minute. Her podcast, you can come and check out Kick-Ass Conversations because we are not just a live. We are a podcast and a YouTube channel. And we are a website as well. You can check us out at yourkickasscareer.com. Uh, check out our events that we have because we have events. Uh, our next one is a micro moment uh, movement class. It's a mini class where we talk about small things to make big differences. So check us out on January 25th at 12 Central. I inserted my own time zone there. Excellent. That's what I want you to do. <laughs> um, and next week, decoding the job search process with Katie. Oh, I'm going to love this conversation. Um, absolutely. We, we are going to get to the nitty gritty and dive deep into what that is all about. <laughs> so please join us. Uh, join us live. Uh, you can find us here on LinkedIn or YouTube or Facebook or I don't know, Kim, wherever you put us, all the places. <laughs> all the places. Um, but thank you, uh, Cheryl. What a fantastic conversation we had today. Thank you so much for bringing your energy uh, here today and chatting with us. It was fantastic. Oh, this was a great pleasure. Thank you so much. Really grateful for both of you. Thank you, Cheryl. Good luck with your podcast and with everything else and all of the dreams you continue to chase. Mm, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. You too. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.